this might be an environmentally inspired thing, and I appreciate that, but I just don't think chickens belong inside urban city limits. Saskatchewan Urban Chicken Keepers. It's a handy acronym. Sucks. Good morning, John. Ain't it great to see your future shining brighter than the naked light of day? You made a jump. I confess there was a time or two I thought that you might let it slip away. I love you, John In the cold and holy darkness You were always shining brighter than a star God bless you, John For the love and joy you've given And the living inspiration that you Hey, it's Brad Wall On the first full hour of the last John Gormley Live and that is the late, great Waylon Jennings, Country Music Hall of Famer, the original outlaw, with a song he wrote especially for John Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my friend. So you were able to channel the old original Brad Wall DJ, first job in high school. <laughs> I was going to do the time attempt, too. I should have. I missed that. I would have got heck from my program director back in the day for missing time attempt. <laughs> yes. John, uh, I thought that song was perfect. I've known about it for a while. Wait, I never heard. I, I I knew that he sung a tribute to John Cash. I when you sent that song, I started to tear up. What a del- uh, nice, beautiful they were, song. They were buddies. They were very good friends. They died actually close together, and the, they were roommates for a while in Nashville and got into. I guess I, they got into their their own fair share of trouble. So that was Waylon's uh, song he wrote for for Johnny Cash. And like I said, I think the sentiment is perfect for such a day as this. Congratulations, John. Well, thank you, my friend. It's um, yeah. You gave me some advice, because uh, you were kind of in on a lot of this for a while, and I've repeated this. We were doing receptions in, in all of the different cities the last few days, and I said some of the best advice was from Brad Wall, who said the goal now going forward is to get the want-to-do list higher than the got-to-do list. That's pretty good advice. Yeah, it, it really is true. You're going to really enjoy what's what's next, especially because uh, you can look back with satisfaction uh, and pride, some humble Saskatchewan pride, if, if, when, if people are from Saskatchewan, they know what that is, on what you have accomplished and, and, and what you contributed to the province that you love, uh, that, that we all love. You know, John, we've had, I think they, they first found oil at, at Fosterton near Swift Current in 1952, We've known we've had this great potash resource. We've had this great uranium resource. And as you have canvassed many times, half of the arable acres in the country and a third of uh, the country's beef herd. And we've had all of these things. And most importantly, we have amazing people. And yet, and yet we underperform for decades. And I think, I mean, sure, policy changes, I think we're needed to, 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 to transform things, things that focused on keeping our young people here, immigration policy, taxes, all that sort of thing. But more, more important than that was a collective change in our attitude was needed. And for that to happen, we needed some people up front who, in this, in your case, 
every single day for, I don't know, what, I thought, how many shows, thousands of shows over these last two and a half decades. We're encouraging Saskatchewan people, encouraging all of us to take our gaze off the next step and look up on the horizon and, and understand that this province should be and could be and would be a leader. And, uh, you know, John, I hope uh, you realize how important you were to that. How you, we needed those leaders up front to direct our vision in that way. You did it consistently. Uh, and I think, you can, I think it's impossible to overstate the importance of that in building, what, in building this new Saskatchewan. Now that has had, you know, since basically right around September of 98 when you started, has consistently... Uh, uh, sort of defied the odds and grown every quarter growth in every measurable way. And our attitudes uh, improved collectively. And I, I think that a big part of that was you, John. So thank you. Well, thank you. Much appreciated. Uh, Brad Wall with us. Uh, you know, it, it was funny. I was sort of doing the memory thing. You and I met when you were a university student. You just finished high school. And then, of course, you had that uh, that summer in Ottawa when I was an MP and in addition to getting your best friend hired by me, you lobbied really hard for that. Uh, you were in the, the office of Jeff Wilson, the, the MP from Swift Current. Right. Uh, even in those days, I used to watch you and think, you know, this guy's got uh, a grasp on public policy. He knows what he's after. Uh, little did I know that you'd we'd be calling you Mr. Premier uh, in you know a couple of decades after that. But then when we launched the show, I, I don't know if you remember this, we did a feature called The Backbenchers. And yeah, I had uh, Pat Laurier. You gave who, me a huge break. It's me and Pat Laurier, and I, I, I think, was it Graham Adley? I think there was a, a few uh, that you let on yep. to that part. And uh, and you were the Sask Party newly elected guy in 99, and it yeah. was a fun roundtable we'd do all the time on politics. It was terrifying. I hadn't done radio in years, and it was... I knew it was a big deal, and then of course we got to. to uh, I got to guest host after that. Sort of Pat, I think it, you know a few times. Few times, it's absolutely terrifying, and I, I want the listeners to know. People have asked uh, me when I have come on and co-hosted with you here more of, of late. What's that? What's it like? And I have shared with them how impressive it is to watch John Gormley go to work, and how difficult it has, must be. Although. It, it sounds like it's uh, you're just pulling it off with ease, but John, I I marvel at your the general knowledge you do, the research that you do before shows. Tammy and I were talking just this morning, which you mentioned that you had uh, you know that when guests come on your show from from uh, far afield discussing topics that uh, you know that are global, that are national, and yes, some provincial, that they'll often mention to you how impressive they are with your introduction of the segment. Uh, and I, I, I just can't. I wish folks could spend. Well, they won't be able to anymore. But I wish they could have seen you uh, in that in your uh, at your office behind your desk behind that microphone doing what you do. It's impressive. I also really I was very grateful for the uh, Ask the Premier segments yeah. that we did uh, when I had the old job. And uh, I was reminded today by Reg, who you just referenced in terms of uh, one of your young staffers when you were a member of Parliament. Um, Reg, Reg pointed out that they were talking about it, the cabinet was talking about it, a few others in Regina were talking about Ask the Premier and how some people, including my former assistant, now Health Minister Everett, might have PTSD from, from that show because they'd all be tuned in and we, we wanted to be able to answer questions that people had or get back to them as quickly as possible. So the legislative office has apparently stood still every radio tune to Ask the Premier to find out 
uh, either what the uh, callers would say or worse, what I might say that they would need to pay attention to. So, Oh, that's wonderful. Well, yeah. it's been a great run, and I, I should state you did a video uh, for distribution among our staff where you said very nice things about me, and then you said, uh, if I am asked to guest host for Evan Bray, I don't know if I will be, uh, that will be nice because I won't have to carry him. Um, and then you said, and the second point is, I like him. Yes. <laughs> and I sent that off to a few friends, and um, that was very funny. Well, truth is important. It sets us free. <laughs> is it ever? It sets us free. Well, thank I you. you have a, I hope you have a great last show. I know that you will, but thanks again for everything, and uh, we'll see you soon down the road. Looking forward to it. Brad Wall, appreciate you dropping in. Uh, former Premier Brad Wall and a guy that uh, I first met when he was a, a young student at university. So this is you and me, and the lines are jammed, so I'm going to make sure we get some calls on. I'm going to try to get everybody on before the bottom of the hour, so that will refresh the lines. Uh, we're doing the show that was the Gormley show uh, that was for 25 years. Uh, this is my final one. Kelly and Clavette. Kelly, thanks so much for hanging on. Uh, your reflections on the show. <clears throat> Well, my husband thinks you're amazing, and he says that he's losing his best friend today. (laughs) Well, you're his best friend. (laughs) But you're on the road with him all the time. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, you know, Kelly, it's really funny, uh, and this has happened uh, in cases like yours. I'll be out and about. In fact, it's even happened. You're out grocery shopping. Uh, A woman will come up and say exactly that, and then she'll (laughs) say, can I get a picture with you? Because he's going to really, you know, and then the flip side will happen. Occasionally a guy will say, you're all she talks about every night. Gormley did this. So so the spouse gets a picture for, you know, the ability to uh, tease their spouse. And uh, no, it's been, uh, you know, particularly for people on the road, Kelly. I mean, we all listen to talk radio for different times, different reasons. But on the road, it's company, too. That's exactly right. So anyway, I just want to say congratulations on your retirement. And I hope you enjoy it. Well, thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Trent in Saskatoon. The phones are yours at 877-332-8255. Is this my friend Trent Lalonde? Yes, yes, that's me. Okay. And you are running in Ward 1 against Darren Hill. Yes, I've been out door knocking a fair bit. I'm going out again this weekend. Good for you. Okay, so you were a guy who got into the show. I'm trying to remember the first time I met you as a caller, and then you and I um, became sort of social and then better friends over the years. Uh, When was the first time we interacted on the show? Oh, I I think it was around 2000. It was very early on. might have been 99, actually, even. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I run my mouth often, so yeah. It was a good venue. Uh, yeah, and you know, over the years, John, what I wanted to call in and say about it, because I've been thinking about the show and, and it ending, and, and uh, you know, it, it's a talk show, but, but that's only half of it. You can't have talkers without listeners, right? And that was the biggest part of the show, was listening. I know for myself, like, um, there, there have been a number of people that were going to have the left-wing John Gormley, and, and I would call into those shows, and if they didn't like your opinion, they would hang up. And... I don't know if you ever did that to people, but I highly doubt it because you had completely different opinions and you would let people go on and on and on and and they'd become regulars. I know like Jack from London, whose opinions I disagree with, but by listening to him and listening to other people over the years, what I found is these guys just wanted to make things better. 
and and maybe we disagreed on how to go about doing that, but I can't dislike somebody who who sincerely wants to put themselves out there and and get involved and make things better, and uh, and that was I would say that was the biggest influence the show had on me. Well, I thank you, my friend. Trent in Saskatoon. Appreciate that. I want to find Judy, who uh, I've been trying to write Judy a long thank you note because I have uh, the box number where she lives in Maple Creek, but she called, so I'm just going to do it publicly on the air. Uh, Judy, there aren't a lot of places in the world where baking arrives relatively anonymously, no note, no card, and people eat it. I mean, that's a weird high-risk behavior. But when it comes from Maple Creek, it's listener Judy. So, Judy, thank you uh, for the latest round of cookies. And it is so unnecessary, yet so kind. Thank you. So I appreciate you over the years uh, on the show. And uh, this is last word to you. Well, I'm going to miss you. You feel like my best friend. (laughs) So, but I'm still going to send cookies. They're going to have to phone you and get you to come down and pick them up. <laughs> How about that? Well, you're very kind. You don't need to. Um, Christmas is but... coming, and I've got tons of them. <laughs> well, thank you so much. So I will send you another box, and then the staff will get another box. So well, I'll, there'll be two. <laughs> you're very kind. Already? And, and I hope all is well in the Southwest. It is. Yeah, we got a little snow, so I guess winter is here. And do you ever bump into that rancher, Brad Wall, who we just had on? No, I don't believe I have. Okay, well, he's not that far from you. So, yeah, well, s- we're retired now, so all I do is bake cookies, and my husband just sits in his chair and watches TV. <laughs> Judy, take care. I'm John Gormley. This is the final edition here on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME. Why does population matter? People vote with their feet. Why did Saskatchewan perpetually choose consciously to be the poor cousin to Alberta? It's the Saskatchewan way, my friends. John Gormley, the final program here, uh, Friday. I guess we'll call it Final Friday. Uh, I laughed at this one. Uh, this is Julian Battleford, longtime texter. You're stepping away. I'm not happy you didn't clear this with me first. It'll take a while to get over this. <laughs> uh, Julie sending her wishes and uh, gives me some good tips as well on stepping aside. Uh, Kim in Regina. Thanks for hanging on, Kim. Uh, it's the last look, last show. Uh, what are your thoughts? Mr. Gormley. John, wow. please. <laughs> okay, John. Uh, you and I have met a few times before. We have talked things about Ben Roethlisberger. We have talked about teaching. I am a school teacher in uh-huh. Regina. And I have such a respect and admiration for your willingness to always try your best to show both sides of every story. And while we may not always agree on all things teaching, I wanted to take a moment and just wish you every success in the next chapter of your life. And I will miss getting into my car in the morning and having you drive with me on my way to work. <laughs> oh, Kim, uh, thank you so much. I'm honored by that. And uh, 
I, I I'm remembering you now. I think we we I hope we agreed on Ben Roethlisberger. We did. He was driving a motorcycle and he shouldn't have been. And we talked about that. And, you know, we've talked about things like customer service and tipping your waitress and all those things. And I just have always enjoyed listening. And like I said, even when we didn't agree or even when the conversation sometimes with people got a little heated, um, I think that's what makes you such a great success, John, is that you, your willingness to listen, your willingness to learn, and just really, you know, listening to the people and um, educating us. And I think that that is something I'm going to miss. And uh, like I said, uh, Monday morning is going to sound a little bit different in my vehicle on my way to work. Well, I want you to make sure you are there Monday, Kim, because I think you're going to love Evan Bray. And thank you, my friend. Really appreciate this. Take care, John. You too. Kim and Regina. Uh, it's been a, a marvelous run. Uh, Mel in Saskatoon, final show. Your thoughts? First of all, John, I want to congratulate you on your retirement. It's <clears throat> very much deserved. Um, you've been a great radio host, and I want to thank you for your uh, job that you've done. You're open, you're honest, you're trustworthy, and you're very knowledgeable. Um, I might have not done... I may, I may have not forgotten you, but I'll never forget you. Uh, oh, well, thank you very much. Callers, uh, lines are busy, and I'm I'm honored by this, and I'm, I'm just, oh, it's overwhelming. You're so kind. Um, many more calls ahead. This is 650 CKOM and 980 CJME. I get your point. I do not agree with it. I can preach till your ears bleed, but I don't. There are places I remember all my life. Though some have changed, some forever, not for better. Some have gone and some remain. All these places have turned. Marveling, and I want to thank Dallas Dole, Assistant Program Director, who has gone to his computer. I didn't know Dallas saved as many rants and monologues as he did over the years. 6,000 shows, 30,000 topics. How many mono rants, monologues have I done? Like, it would be, like, I can't remember them all. I'm actually laughing as I hear some of these. I thought, oh, that was me. Okay. Here was a text. Uh, this is Dean in Stewart Valley. My first memory of Gormley is back in the early days, just as the show was starting. John, you were introducing the next segment about Julia Roberts and her armpit hygiene habits. Coming up, pretty woman, pretty hairy. <laughs> My late mom and I laughed so hard. Thank you for those years, uh, Dean in Stewart Valley. Um, God bless you, Dean. Thank you. Uh, gosh, I just, okay, <laughs> so long, thanks for all the ties, Dom in Regina. I forgot about that. I, I gave a young guy who works at the radio station some ties because I get the, my, okay, don't get me started on ties, right? I already have too many, but I gave some 
Dom, thank you. I'd forgotten. I hope you enjoy those ties. They're probably way too wide now, but leave that for fashion. Okay, let's get back to the calls. This is my final show. Uh, This has been the joy, uh, the honor of my life. Oh, by the way, one more thing on Dallas Dole. It's like uh, a bingo card. Dallas set up John Opley. Start your marker and then bang your fist on the steering wheel. Uh, The number 877-332-8255. Did you vote in a reality check? Are you starting to agree with Conspiracy Kevin? Are you familiar with Bugs Day, the Hour of Rage? Do you like the show on Twitter, Facebook? Are you an angry Gormley listener? Uh, A what? Angry Gormley listener. Yeah, those ones. Um, You honked at a left-lane bandit on Highway 11. You've debated politics, history, the state-funded broadcaster, or Justin Trudeau. You guessed the score on green and white prognostications. Hugs Day, the Hour of Praise which happens several times a year. You ranted about virtue-signaling social justice warriors. You listened while on a Saskatchewan road trip. You prepared a Belton Johnson recipe. You took a wag, a wild-ass guess on Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener. You heard John say lines are jammed. (laughs) You argued the pros and cons of the zipper merge. You did hear the words, no fixed topic, no set agenda, the hour of the big stories. And you did hear the words, thanks for checking in wherever we find you on this Saskatchewan day. And once you've got around all of those slots and boxes with your marker, you get to finish. And the finish is what we are doing here today. Uh, Brenda in Saskatoon. Brenda, thank you so much for hanging on. Now, final show for me. And uh, for you, I hope you're going to be with Evan Bray on Monday. But for you and I, it's the end. It is, but you know, we've had a, a long run, a really long run, and you know, all those things that you mentioned, we have all of the above. You know, <laughs> I've made the jalapeno poppers by Belton, uh, we've listened to so much of your wisdom, my gosh, over the years, you know, you, I, didn't you start on 8th Street, like in that little building? That's exactly, actually, okay, here's the full story. In 98, we were still at Broadcast House at 8th and Acadia, Mm -hmm. and it was like a bunker. I had worked there back in the 70s when I'd come to university, and I actually did my very first talk show there in 1978. I was 21 years old. I just turned 21. It was the provincial election, and they popped me in and asked me to do the show, and I almost died. So I'd been away from that building for so long. Uh, And you're from Saskatoon. Okay. So I come back to the building in 98, and the very first day I start, there's a kid named Shauna Foster (laughs) who's in the newsroom. She's a young newsreader. She's the same age, I think, as my oldest daughter, or she'd be maybe a year older. So we're sitting there, and we're, we're chatting with people, and she says to me, well, you used to work in this building? And I said, yep. And then her eyes get all big, and she says, did they have tape in those days? (laughs) <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I hadn't been in a radio station for 15 years. I thought they still had tape in radio stations, right? I oh look at God. her and I go, yeah. And it was the most <laughs> humiliating, <laughs> like a kid. And then I realized we've used Wave and audio files, and tape had disappeared oh, sometimes. Gosh. So that was the return. Yeah, the uh, the bunker on 8th Street. And then I met you at the new radio station when I went, and I and I, I came to buy, buy your book for my husband as a Christmas gift. Ah. 
and you signed it. You wouldn't let me out of the building until I had the sign. Till you know, till till, till you actually signed it for me. Um, we love listening to your McDick broadcast. He is um, right up there with you. You know. Well, Quick Dick is a is a gem. And Brenda, thank you so gem. much. This has been you terrific. Take care. All the best in all your endeavors, like throughout your life, and may you travel healthy and may you travel safe. Well, I appreciate that so much, and thanks to you. Uh, Dwayne in Carrot River, who's been one of the original listeners. Dwayne, when did we first uh, meet on the radio? Do you remember? That's, I'm getting old. That memory would be there somewhere, but I probably can't dig it out. But I, know I, I started listening to your show when you started. I thought it was an interesting concept. And the reason I phoned you today is I wanted to tell you that retirement is... Uh, going to allow you to do some things that you never had the time for. And one of those things is going to be, I hope, that when the Rough Riders season starts next spring, John Garmy, football enthusiast, is going to pick up the phone and put in his prediction, the rider prognostications. <laughs> and that's going to allow me to continue to compete and debate with John Garmy. <laughs> Dwayne... so I'll, end, I'll end my call with Go Garmy. Well, Dwayne, you're very kind, and I, I thank you for that. Dwayne, a retired teacher. Actually, Dwayne was the head of the Saskatchewan Teachers Federation at one point. I, I remember when I, because I don't know people's last names, but I, with Dwayne's, some friends in Carrot River had said, oh, yeah, Dwayne. And, and so I looked up, and yeah, Dwayne was very involved in uh, teaching. And in fact, with that in mind, I thought this was delightful. Uh, this is, I'm having... Again, this is just a tech thing. Uh, Amber, I purposely chose to drive to Regina today for Christmas shopping so I could sit and listen to you one last time. As I'm driving, I'm thinking about what I should buy my parents for Christmas this year as they're Gormley fans, as am I. Uh, she says, then it hit me. I could get a picture. And uh, well, so nice. And I hope, Amber, we've had that chance. She says, thank you, more importantly, for being my beacon of light as a young teacher in Saskatchewan. There aren't many teachers who like John Gormley, <laughs> but I am one of them. I wish you all the best. Amber, thank you for that. And again, all the best to you. 877-332-8255. Terry in Buffalo Pound, Saskatchewan. Now, thanks for hanging on, man. Hey, John. Yeah, well, it's, uh, I called in early because you know the cardinal rule of talk radio. Call in or you won't get in. <laughs> I've been on hold just under an hour. Oh, my I goodness. Care. I apologize for that. It's been oh, no, don't busy. worry about it. It's, this has been great. Uh, anyways, I don't, well, you must remember, I used to be Terry from Cadillac, and eight years ago, I did a major life change and haven't looked back. Oh, awesome. Terry. So it's it's been a good move? Well, yeah, it's uh, nothing better. And uh, anyways, I just want to say thank you for all the good, good shows. And when you announce your retirement, I... I just thought myself, who in the hell are they going to get to replace this guy? And then when I heard it was Evan Bray, I just went, perfect. He's going to trigger the libtards and dippers just as good as you've been doing. So it should be good radio going forward. <laughs> well, I thank you very much. And uh, uh, may all the best. And I mean, I, I, a lot of listeners, I, you know, we cross paths. Sometimes we, we don't, but I... Hope we all get a chance to meet. Uh, Justin and Prince Albert. Justin, you two have been hanging on for a while here. I thank you for your patience. Well, uh, congratulations on retiring. Thank you. Um, I've been listening to your show for a while, and one thing that I kind of take away from it 
is that uh, I'm Saskatchewan, born and raised. Um, before, I didn't think much of it, but over the years, as I've as I've listened to your show, I've kind of developed, um, I don't know, self-pride to be from Saskatchewan. You know, a lot of people have um, patriotism coming from here because of you, and it just, uh, I don't know, every single day you... You hype up everybody in this province to keep doing what we do every day, and uh, it means a lot to some people. So, well, I I really appreciate that. And I see I had spent. I mean, we were we were immigrants, but I was three when I arrived, so I don't know anything else but Saskatchewan. But I've told the story a lot of times, Justin. The years I spent in Alberta, you know, in our street in Edmonton, Southwest Edmonton, there were four families. One was from Broadview, the other was from PA. These were all Saskatchewan people, right? Mm-hmm. And they would talk with such pride about being Albertans. <laughs> and, you know, I would chat with them, and we would all sort of sit around and say, the whole thing about Saskatchewan was, well, it's never going to work. You know, nothing ever really happens. If it's good now, it's not going to stay good. And I remember thinking, like, where did, where did that start, right? I think I think a lot of this started with you. You know, you you made a lot of us realize that uh, I know Saskatchewan's a great place to be, and it's just yeah, that's what happened with me. Well, I thank you for that, and uh, thanks for being that ambassador because it's really important that we do that. Uh, I did want on the people and our lives to to focus a little, and I'm going to share a few stories this morning about some of the people that I've worked with. Um, we've lost a few of them. Um, I still remember so fondly and so sadly, some of the people here in the building. But the lifeblood of doing a talk show, and I point out to anyone who will listen, you know, a two-hour show on the CBC will have upwards of three, four, five producers. The national shows on the CTV, on CBC uh, radio, will sometimes have a dozen or more. On this radio show for 25 years, we have one tech producer, Right now, it is the great Brando Queering. That tech producer, he or she answers the phone when you call. They set up your call. A lot of people over the years have said, they don't let me on. Well, if you're not making sense, i.e. incoherent, or you've been drinking at 9 in the morning, you're not going to get on. But most of the time, we actually want people on who more strongly disagree with me. So the producer's making that judgment call. They also punch the buttons and make the audio present what it is. It's a heck of a tough job. One producer. The toughest job is the executive slash content producer. These are the people who, with me, I get the final say because, you know, I've got to be out here, you know, without a safety net talking about stuff. So it's no reflection on a producer, but sometimes a producer will pitch a story and I'll go, you know, I'm just not feeling it. But more often than not, producers come up with incredible content. Some of our best topics, our best guests are not me. It is incredible young women and men. And I only have one of those producers at a time. And many of you listening, a lot of them went on to field of journalism. Some went on to do talk shows and things. And we've had a lot of producers over 25 years. And you know who you are if you're listening. And I am in your debt. And one of the truly memorable producers is Bryn Harris. Bryn Harris Ham who actually I first met, I think she was in high school. Well, she called in. She'll tell me. She'll she'll correct me, as producers often do. Hey, my friend. Hey, John. You're very, very sneaky, sir. <laughs> when we talked on the 25th anniversary show, you knew you were leaving. 
I did not know you were leaving. Were you purposely trying to minimize the length of time that I'd be in despair? (laughs) (laughs) You know, look, I knew when we talked on the 25th show, but I couldn't tell anybody. Like, this had been percolating for over a year. So I I apologize. Is it okay if I read something? Do you have time? Absolutely, because you know... You know, another rule is we hate it when people sit and read, but I, you are a great reader and you're a, a strong writer. So yeah, well, please share. The reason is because if I, if we just start to talk, I think that I'll cry. I probably will cry anyway, but I'm going to try my best. Aww. So I was thinking about your legacy and how I would describe you to people. And um, you're one of the greatest entertainment geniuses like Johnny Carson or Lorne Michaels of SNL. Thanks to your special blend of intelligence, passion, humor, and heart, you made everyone around you better. You taught excellence, kindness, critical thinking, and common sense, and you forever changed the lives of everyone you worked with, including mine. You made Saskatchewan better, and the province-wide conversation you enabled us all to have was so special. Life without your show is unimaginable to me. This is a day I knew would come, but somehow hoped would never come. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, I know. Um, I listened to you most days of my life for 20 years, and you helped raise me, and then you became like my work dad. So I can't really wrap my head around the fact that we won't hear your take on things anymore. Thinking of that makes me cry. All week long, I wanted to send you stories just thinking, I need to see what he thinks about this before he goes. But, you know, I thought, I'll hold back. I need to accept this. My heart is is more than a little bit broken. I know so many listeners out there must feel the way I do today. Not everyone calls in, but we've all become a community of friends. We've all loved you so much, and we'll all miss you so much. So thank you for every single moment, John, and thank you for picking me to be your producer so I could spend those wonderful few years with you. I'll always be so grateful, and I hope your next chapter is the happiest of all. Well, all the best to you, and I hope... uh... Your husband and the boys and uh, your new little daughter. I hope everybody's well. We are well. I just don't know what I'm going to do with myself every day without having you there while I'm doing everything in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Bryn, thank you. That's Bryn Harris-Ham, producer of this show a number of years ago. Absolutely stellar young woman. Bryn, you have my cell number because I texted you at every hour of the day and night and you me. So we'll keep in touch. The final show. I'm John Gormley on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME. There's times people agree with you most strenuously. There are times even people who would always agree with you say, on this one, Gormley, you're wrong. I disagree with you. I also think you got your facts wrong. Happens all the time. I'm John Gormley. Thank you so much. As friends, as listeners, this has been the absolute honor of my life. Uh, There's an indigenous greeting in Australia, and it could be very much like our indigenous greetings here. May you always stand as tall as a tree, be as strong as the rock Uluru, be as gentle as the morning mist, hold the warmth of the sacred campfire within you, And may the spirits of all our ancestors always watch over you. Those are some of my thoughts and hopes for you. Final show. Yes, the shame lady will be brought out of the archives. 
Quick Dick McDick, my buddy, did the lovely, quite touching tribute in a poem he wrote for me earlier this week on Agribition. We're going to replay that. And coming up next, uh, you just heard Bryn Harris. I thought she was delightful. Longtime producer of this show. The longest producer ever. Tyler McMurchie. Now with SGI. He ran this show for a lot of years. We're going to chat with Ty, too, coming up. And you on the phones, the final Gormley edition on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.